I'm just going to start this off with the uh, first verse that I've gotten in my head. And James 1, 2 to 4. Some of you guys might. You guys alive out there? Woo, give me a wave. Five or six, cool. All right, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever, my bros. What's up? Um, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. You guys can see it. Cool. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may mature and complete, not lacking anything. Is that what it says? Okay, just sound a bit weird. Um, yeah, cool. So I don't know if you guys listened to that at the start. Uh, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, girls and boys. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, um, it's probably not the first thing that come to my head um, when I'm stuck with adversity in front of me. But yeah, so who here faces trials or, you know, Chloe, just smooth sailing, open sea, nothing in the way of you. Um, no one faces doubts. Anyone faces doubts here? I do. Sometimes. Um, who has burdens? Anyone here has, you don't have to put your hand up. Anyone here has burdens that? They think, you know, there's just too many burdens in my life and you, maybe you might think yourself as a burden. Um, Alana, I don't know how you feel, but, you know, you're not a burden on anyone's life. You're, you're a good person, all right? Um, <laughs> God tests all of us and each test is like an individual Tetris block, um, you know, creating the foundation and, and personality and character in each and every one of us. I saw a Facebook meme Oh, well, a couple of days ago, it said, and you guys probably get this now being at school, I don't know if you saw it. It's like a walk into science class, and the t- science teacher just says, get out, before you even get in. He just says, get out. And that was me walking into science class every time. Walk in, teacher just points me out. He says, get out. And I'm just standing there like, oh, come on. You know, I walk out. I actually says, get outside. I'll talk to you in a minute. And I'm just sitting outside, just getting angry. Just like, Man, I hate this guy. And then... You know, instantly, that's me, my bad attitude. I've ruined my rest of my day, basically. I've ruined that entire science lesson because I remember I would just be angry. Bam, my whole mind is shot. It's gone. Um, so my attitude makes things worse for me and ultimately, ultimately led to me missing out on what I could have learned in school. We can't afford to let our attitude distract us from what God is building in our lives and what God is testing with us. So Jazzy said some good things about attitude before. I don't have the best memory, but it was good. Hope you guys are listening. Um, what if the attitude, the word attitude meant more to you than just what your parents might say to you, your, your parents, your teachers and stuff like that, so you have a bad attitude, something like that. What if the word attitude was just like what I said before with the riddle at the start? Um, what if what our mindsets thought was life or death? Um, what if our mindsets, what if attitude was like that? What if it was life or death? Um, let me just go back and just scroll that too far. What if we traded, treated our attitude like we treated driving a car or riding a bike? Either way, you're going to get, with your attitude, you're going to get to your destination or you, you're going to get there badly. Either way, you get there. And sometimes if it's, your attitude's bad enough, you won't get there. Um, what I'm saying here is, 
I'll just keep going. Oh, hold on, this has come back to me. No one got it open? You think I glued this? You think I should try? I super glued it, so yeah. Um, good, good job, guys. You tried. It was just a little trick, and you guys to just have a little go at that. All right. Who, who's ever been so afraid? This is what I got up from one up this morning. Whoever's been so afraid that they couldn't move? Anyone? As a kid, some of that. No, no. I remember like being young, thinking about going to the toilet or to your parents' room or something because you're just that frightened. And you're like, yeah, I need to get up. I need to move. I need to run for the door. But you think something's, you're going to take when that foot hits the ground, just bam, it's going to grab you on the ankle. I had that happen a few times and that just, yeah, brought that up. Um, so I'll just cruise on with my next message. Uh, Luke 8, 22 to 24. Jesus said to them, oh, that's right. Where's that fish? <laughs> so this is what I was thinking when this come up. Uh, when you need to get a drink in the middle of the night, you're that thirsty. And it's that or you just stay in your bed the whole time, afraid. Um, yeah, okay, go on. So yeah, bring that back up. Luke 8, 22 to 24. Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. So they got in the boat and set out. As they sailed, Jesus fell asleep. Yeah, pretty pretty good at sleeping. Who has that one friend that falls asleep in seconds? Anyone? Seth? You, you're that one guy? Max. Yeah. It's the worst when you're at like a, a friend's sleepover and you're sitting there just chatting away and then they're off. They're off and you're like, oh, I'm sitting here, sitting here all by myself. All by myself. On my own. <laughs> well done. Yeah. It wasn't that good of a moment. Um, so a squall came down on the lake. A squall is like a quick burst of wind, or not quick, it lasts for minutes, or rather than just a gust of wind, it lasts for minutes, so pretty intense, and you'd be pretty frightened. A squall came down on the lake, so the boat was being swamped, and that they were in great danger. The disciples, the disciples went and woke him, Jesus, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. Now, I don't know if you've heard this story before, but it's with the disciples crossing the lake, and they're going to different places, but these disciples have been in Jesus' presence, I'm not totally sure when this happened, but time and time again, um, and I'll continue on with further down what they do, but they see miracles that Jesus does, and they still have doubts and um, fears, even though they're with the Son of God, and he claims that. And, like, you know, they still have doubts, and Jesus, Jesus sees this in them, and he knows that he has to persist with them, and he has to continue working with them. He can't just... Um, you know, just t- go to the cross and die on the cross with these 12 guys in front of him because they're not going to do the same as what he would do if they went on the journey with him. Um, he knew, even though it's hard for him, he you know he had to stick with them the whole long, the whole long the way through all these trials for them, you know, doubting him and stuff like that. He knew he had to stand there and remind them that, no, everything's fine. And just, you know, in that story, he says, Jesus gets up and he just calms the wind and the storm and he commands it to die down. Which brings me to my next memory of myself. I remember being at school, work experience. Who's doing work experience? Anyone? Year 10s? 
Year nines, year eights, we got no year tens in here. Cool. I'll just keep going with what I'm saying. Um, I, anyways, I was in school doing work experience on a fishing company. And my first day, five o'clock in the morning, on this fishing boat, um, a little dive boat, we were out near Boston Line, it's dark, can't see anything. We were cruising along, just mm, talking with these guys, it's pretty cool hanging out. All of a sudden, there's smoke. And I'm thinking, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, they go outside, they lift up the hatch, and there's flames. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to abandon boat. We're going to have to jump. We're going to have to swim for Boston Island or swim back to land or burn. And this is kind of like the story with, um, with Jesus, really. Like, I mean, Jesus, wasn't, not, he could, Jesus was there with the boat. He kept me safe. But I was there with people who had training, and I was there with people who had experience, maybe not fighting a fire on a boat right then and there, but they would have had fire training. You'd know how to use extinguishers, fire extinguishers. And I was there just crying my little eye. I didn't cry, but that's how it felt inside. Afraid that we were going to have to burn on this little boat. And then they got the fire out, which was all cool. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. And then the next test come along, and they said, all right. Um, and oh, no, they didn't say anything, and I just started thinking, Oh, we're going to drift forever now. We're just going to drift off. No one's come to save us. That didn't happen either. They got another boat and they came and picked us up. Um, yeah, so moral of that story was that I was with guys that had experience and I thought I was going to burn and perish. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, that's not the moral of the story. I didn't think I was going to burn and perish. In the end, I knew I was safe. All right, cool. Life is a way of presenting us with um, many storms and trials that we will have to face. Um, we will have hurdles and um, must cross must cross them to get to the other side. We will have lakes, per se. Um, yeah, so God's promises are on the other side of these hurdles and... Um, oh, what's the word? God's on the other side of everything. And um, we have to trust God in that. And we have to keep pushing through what, with what he's telling us. With, we have to face these um, adversities. Um, things take time. I really want to encourage you guys. Don't, don't give up on, on, on like maybe a decision you're thinking about. Like You think, oh man, this is just so tough in my life right now. Like I've had so many of these and they feel like forever. But I really have to encourage you guys like, just keep pushing through, keep, keep coming to church, speak to a leader, someone in your life who's, who, who's been through these things, because I guarantee you we all have. Um, oh, just give me a second. So, through these stories of the disciples living and being with Jesus, Jesus built consistency and love with his disciples. Each interaction proving that God comes through. Mark eight, oh, we'll go on to the next thing. I want to start saying it. Mark eight, sixteen to twenty-one. Let's get that up. Oh, that's a long one. Who likes reading? We all do. Yeah. Amen. Let's say it. Woo! You hear that radio? I mean, recording. They're going off. All right. They dis- they discuss with one another and said. Oh, this is also in my daily Bible readings that I've been reading. That's why I'm on this. They discussed this with another and said, one another and said, 
Is it because we have no bread? It is because we have no bread. Aware of their decisions, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Do you, are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear, and, do you not, do you, and don't remember? Jeez. When I broke the five loaves of the 5,000, and how many basketfuls did you pick up? So leftovers, 12, they replied. And I broke the seven loaves and 4,000. For the 4,000, how many basketfuls of leftovers did you pick up? They answered seven. He said to them, do you still understand? Now these guys, you know, like I was saying before, they'd been with Jesus this whole time, and they just kept, they kept coming across um, trials, and they just kept having doubts. Like these people live with Jesus, and they still couldn't see that he was the one that was looking after them. Um, so yeah, Jesus just kept pushing through. This reminds me of a story. Another one. My baseball team. Um, doesn't matter how many times I come up to bat and we're down in the clinch clutch comes up saves a day they, they all know it but in this case it's Jesus he comes up, saves a day for him turns five loaves into thousands um, so yeah I just want to finish with um, if you guys don't want to be doubtful in your life, if you don't want to have a bad attitude um, and use that in your life to basically get over hurdles and trials, you know, don't, yeah, don't let that be the downfall of you. I just want to pass over to Pastor Josh and he's going to continue with...